Welcome into your post-game Twitter space. Syracuse sweeps the season series from Boston College and is able to get things done on the road at the Conti Forum. So the Orange, able to take down BC for the second time this season. I'm Ethan Frank. Welcome in to your post-game Twitter space wrap-up. If you'd like to talk about the game, please feel free to request to request to talk. But just some early takeaways from me in this one, having watched the whole game. I mean, the last few games have been deflating. I mean, you've seen a lot of the content on our site. Uh, I think a lot of people are frustrated. We've all been frustrated about everything that's been going on with this program, from Jim Beheim being a curmudgeon and yelling, consistently berating people in press conferences and, and whatnot. It's... It's disheartening to see what's been going on, but this is a good win. As they say, winning cures everything in Syracuse with three players and double figures. Jesse Edwards, a career-high 27 points, seven rebounds, four blocks, was absolutely dominant in this game. Joe Girard with 18 points, six rebounds, four assists on just four of 13 from the field, one of six from three, but goes a perfect nine of nine at the free throw line. And then Judah Mintz, one of his best games of the year, 15 points, five assists, four steals, and only two turnovers on four of nine shooting. He also went to the line nine times and made seven of them. So that's your initial box score look at. I mean, this was just a back and forth game. Uh, the first half was pretty close throughout. I don't think the league got within more than three. Second half, Boston College comes out of the locker room hot, and Syracuse has to respond. They do go up eight, and then BC comes back, and BC's up three with eight minutes to go. Jim Beheim calls his final timeout. I called for it on Twitter. Why is Jim Beheim calling his final timeout with eight minutes left? And, I mean, this guy's a Hall of Famer for a reason. Syracuse goes on a big run to end this game, ends up winning going away. Wasn't even really close down the stretch except for that silly Joe Girard turnover. But the key here is Syracuse has the talent to beat teams. They have the potential to beat teams. And obviously, BC's not a very good team. You look at Syracuse, currently 88th on Ken Palm, 61st in offense, 130th in defense. You look at the T-rank, Bartorovic site, they're 114th, 83rd on offense, 171st on defense. They're mid. They're they're just a mediocre ball club, and that is a shame to say, but they have so much potential. You got a guy in Jesse Edwards going up against Quinton Post. Quinton Post is not a small man. I mean, Quinton Post is seven foot two fifty. And I understand Jesse Edwards is listed at six eleven. Jesse Edwards is taller than six foot eleven. For anyone that stood next to him, he is a very, very tall guy. So if you think about it from that perspective. This was a matchup he could take advantage of. He had familiarity going against Post. They know each other, and he did. 12-15, had all the moves working, the drop step, the hook shot, and whatnot. It was a really, really impressive performance from Jesse Edwards, and this is something we've been searching for. You look at Jesse Jesse Edwards' game log, and and this is a guy who hadn't scored 20 points in a game since, since Miami. Uh, had 25, and that one hadn't scored 20 in a game since Georgetown on, on December 10th. So that's only twice in the past two months that Jesse Edwards had scored 20 points in the game, and and he didn't foul out, wasn't in foul trouble at all in this game, except for a little bit at the end of the first half, picked up his second foul, only picked up one more in the rest of the game. He was really, really good. And this is the Jesse Edwards you want. I understand Boston College is not good. They're a bad basketball team, but... If you're Syracuse, you need any sort of confidence, and this is confidence. So from a Syracuse perspective, it's a step in the right direction, but you continue to look forward 
and it doesn't get much easier. Florida State's been playing much better ball of late. NC State's not a bad team. They're fourth in the for fourth in the conference right now. Duke has as much talent as anyone tied for sixth. Either ahead of you in the standings at Clemson. That's a team that was first in the conference before losing to Miami today. And then at Pitt, they just won at North Carolina. North Carolina is a really good basketball team. But then you get home Georgia Tech, home Wake Forest. Those are two winnable games. I see Syracuse finishing at 10-10. and 10. They're 7-6 and six right now. I think they win one of Florida State and NC State, probably lose Duke, Clemson, and Pitt, win Georgia Tech and Wake. I, I don't think that's too far-fetched to see them finish at 10-10, and 10, and that's probably right around that 8-9 game in the conference tournament where they've been the last few years, where they've been, it feels like, the entire time they've been in the ACC. So so I think that's where, where Syracuse stands right now. The Orange are just mediocre, and that is reality. This is a mediocre ball club. And you have Malik Brown contributing. You have Justin Taylor contributing. Benny Williams did basically nothing in this game. Simon Torrance provided a spark off the bench. Chris Bell was bad. I mean, you got two rebounds, whoop-de-doo. But Chris Bell was bad. If Benny Williams didn't take... Uh, any shots in this game, he would he would have had a trillion. Um, shout out Clum Trillion, but he took two shots, made one of them, absolutely bricked the three. You can read my recap at theorangefizz.com, but it's not glowing. Congratulations on your return, but there wasn't much to be excited about. And, and this is just a Syracuse team that doesn't get you that excited. A nine-point win over Boston College isn't going to do it. I understand this, a BC team that just upset Clemson earlier in the week, but... They're still 11 and 13 and 5 and 8 in the ACC, and that's not very good. So you look at the big picture here, and, and Boston College, if you're Syracuse, is this momentum? Yeah, but how much momentum is this really going to provide you? I, I, I'm not so convinced that this is going to provide you that much momentum. And. With the schedule coming up, playing at in Tallahassee, that's not an easy place to play. Obviously, you won there last year, but this is a different Florida State team. This is a different Syracuse team. And then you get NC State. They're talented. Duke's talented. Clemson's talented. Pitt is talented. You already lost to Pitt. I, I don't know what there is. Syracuse, uh, according to Bart Torvik, is, it should, says should be even against Florida State. The only game they're favored in is Georgia Tech. Three-and-a-half-point underdog to NC State, four-point underdog to Duke, eight-point underdog to Clemson, eight-point underdog to Pitt, eight-point favorite against Georgia Tech because Georgia Tech's terrible, one by 17 in Atlanta, but then a one-point underdog against Wake Forest. And Wake is just not a good basketball team. They're just not. They're just okay, and Syracuse is even worse. And that is a harsh reality. You, you look at Ken Palm, Wake Forest, 68th on Ken Palm, 20 spots higher than Syracuse. Got the top 30 offense. That's good. But I think the thing you take away from the Syracuse game is they closed. And it wasn't like a super close game where you're going back and forth possession like you saw with Virginia, like you saw with North Carolina, like you saw with Miami. But Judiman's close today. He passed the ball well. He made good decisions. It was actually Joe Girard who turned the ball over late. But for Judiman's to show the maturity that he's developing is a really important step. And for this team to have options to go to off the bench, Chris Bell didn't have it. Justin Taylor comes in and makes three threes. You need that. And, and it's just really important for the Orange to continue to develop these players because next season, I don't know if Joe Girard's back. I don't know if Jesse Edwards is back. I don't know if Benny Williams is back. I don't know if Simon Torrance is back. 
But these freshmen need to be back because this can be their team next year. They can develop into players that are leaders, that are stalwarts in the ACC, that other teams fear. And that is the challenge right now is ensuring that Syracuse is in a good place moving forward. Who will be the head coach? I don't know. Could this be Jim Behan's last year? Yes. Should it be? Probably. Will it be? I don't know. But Syracuse is in a position that it needs to be developing for the future. That starts with Elijah Moore as a recruit in the class of 2024. It continues with Marcus Adams, who will hopefully make a decision in a positive way for Syracuse later this month. The Orange are in a precarious spot. They need to keep moving forward. And if they're not moving forward, you're moving backward. Syracuse has been moving backward for a consistent number of years. Now this needs to be the bottom. This needs to be the start of going up the mountain. And and the Orange are, are, are at the bottom of it right now and need to start their climb. I'm Ethan Frank. This is your Orange Fizz live postgame recap Saturday, February 4th. Syracuse takes down BC 77-68, win their 10th straight game over the Eagles, sweep the season series. Once again, the Orange have just had Boston College's number. It doesn't matter who the head coach is. doesn't matter who the players are. Syracuse 35-32 in the first half, 42-36 in the second. Let's go through some more stats. It was an even rebounding battle, but the Orange forced more turnovers. They they get they should just shoot better from the field. Syracuse fifty one percent. A lot of credit that goes to Jesse Edwards, who shot twelve of fifteen. But Syracuse shoots fifty one percent. BC shoots forty one and a half percent. Syracuse only makes four threes in this game. BC makes eleven, but Syracuse makes twenty one free throws. So you can make that trade. Because BC shot four free throws in this game, went three for four. Whoop-de-doo, but if you go 21-24 at the line, you're probably going to win a lot of games. Boston College gets 13 offensive rebounds. Syracuse 7 didn't matter. Boston College has 20 assists on 27 made field goals. Didn't matter. I mean, you look at the foul disparity. Syracuse fans have been complaining about the foul disparity. Boston College got called for 19 fouls. Syracuse got called for 8. Can't complain today about that. The refs have been a topic of conversation recently. Can't complain today. I mean, most of Syracuse's turnovers were uh, conglomerated in three guys. Edwards, three. Mintz, two. Gerard, three. Out of ten. That's eight. BC, same thing. Post, three. Ashton Lankford, two. Bickerstaff, eight. Out of twelve. So when you look at this box score, it doesn't really tell that much. It just tells you that Syracuse was more effective making two-point baskets. BC shot 35 threes, shot 31%. These two teams shot similar percentages, despite the fact that Boston College made seven more threes. So Syracuse is able to hold on for a win. The Orange take down BC 77-68, come back in the second half. I mean, Syracuse was up eight and then was down three, and just like that. It's... At least they didn't get down early on this game like they have for what it feels like the past three months. Get down by double digits in every single game. The Orange are just it's, – it's hard sometimes. And it's hard to watch this team. I mean, how enjoyable is it to watch Syracuse basketball right now? If Jesse Edwards is playing like this and Judah Mintz is playing like this, it's enjoyable to watch. But there are times where it's not. And that is an unfortunate thing that it is not enjoyable to watch Syracuse basketball anymore. You look at the upcoming schedule, Florida State on the road on Wednesday. You got some days to prepare for that. 
NC State at home, you have a weekend off to prepare for that. If they're not ready to play in that NC State game, then I don't know what you're ever ready to play for. I always like to say you can't fake desperation. Syracuse needs to be desperate right now. Ten losses already. You need some wins. Badly. And that just hasn't happened. Syracuse moves up to 85th in Ken Palm after this win. 54 in offense. It's not going to get it done. I mean, no update yet yet on the T-rank. But you move up to 85th, 54th in offensive efficiency. 134th in defensive efficiency. Not good enough. Not even close to good enough. Never should that be enough. You look at these these other metrics. Syracuse doesn't play with good tempo. Don't have very good luck. And strength of schedule is okay. Non-conference strength of schedule is in the 300s. I know that's something people like to go at Bayheim about, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's just how it is. Syracuse, 77 to Boston College, 68. How many more games can you guarantee an Orange win this season after today? I'd say one, and that's Georgia Tech. I think they go 10 and 10 in the ACC, which means they finish 17 and 14. Three and four the rest of the way. 10 and 10 in the ACC, 17 and 14, and then you get a game. Will they probably finish over 500? I would hope so. If Syracuse does not finish over 500, that would be a massive disappointment and a massive shock. But that would be embarrassing. Hopefully nothing happens with Jim Beheim in the press conference after this game. That would be bad. We'll see if he said anything yet. Unfortunately, we are not in Chestnut Hill. So covering this game remotely, nothing from Jim Beheim yet. Uh, I'm sure we'll have reaction throughout the week. Um, but Syracuse is just – there's not a lot to get excited about with this team right now. There's just not. And that is the sad, harsh reality. 77-68, a nine-point win for Syracuse. I'm Ethan Frank. Thank you all so much for listening. Not really much else to discuss. A pretty bland win for the Orange. We were able to get it done over BC for the 10th straight time. Improved 7-6 and six in the conference. Which, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, isn't that bad. That's, that's tied for 8th with Wake Forest. You're going to sit here and tell me Syracuse better than North Carolina, Duke, Miami, NC State, Pittsburgh, Virginia, or Clemson? Absolutely not. Are they better than Wake Forest? Probably not. It's just how it is. Syracuse is mediocre, and there's no way around it. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you throughout the week. You can catch our content at the or- on theorangefizz.com. Follow us at orangefizz on Twitter. We'll post all of our articles and podcast there, Fizz 5 every week. You can catch our rotating cast of staff members on that, talking about the biggest things going on in the world of SU athletics. But for now, I'm Ethan Frank. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you after Florida State on Wednesday.